Welcome to Best of Bollywood. We have to come up with a better title still. We haven't found a better title. This is too plain vanilla for me. If you go to Starbucks and order a blonde, <laughs> you could be ordering a frappuccino. <laughs> that's that's precisely the case. We need the dabang of titles. Yes, the <laughs> audacious title that can punch it out of the park. I'm HT with my guest Karthik and today we are talking about a movie we both love, a movie called Dabang. Police wale ko thokne ka anjaam pata hai kya? 21 saal jail. और ठुकाए अलग से थप्पड़ से डर नहीं लगता साहब प्यार से लगता है हम यहाँ के रॉबिन हुड हैं रॉबिन हुड पांडे कार्तिक व्हाई डिड यू पिक दिस मूवी एंड व्हेन वाज़ द फर्स्ट टाइम यू वॉच दिस मूवी आई लव एक्शन मूवीज Uh, let me just start with that and um, dabang was one movie that surprised me a lot i i'm going to pause you right there yeah. so uh karthik and i have never discussed movies before and when karthik sent me the list of all the movies he had i realized that first of all you love salman khan for some reason <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true i and that, you love action movies i i i didn't realize this but when you asked me to make a list of movies that i that i would watch again and again I found myself looking at a series of Salman Khan movies and that was a unique realization for me that how much entertainment this guy has given over the years and uh, how many of his movies have like uh, rewatchable value are you like a do you like line up to watch Salman Khan movies when they're released I don't actually I don't and that's the funny thing about um, about uh, Dabang I think the movie was released sometime in um, September of 2010 at that particular point in time I have almost given up on Salman Khan. He had a very terrible 2008 and uh, he was doing a lot of uh, these cameo roles in a lot of movies. So 2010 happened and um, in December 2010 I remember that the movie was a hit and I was on my way to India and I saw Dabang on Emirates flight. <laughs> That's the first time that I saw it being listed out there and I sort of uh, thought okay I have 13 hours to kill. Uh, what the heck? Let's just give it a try. And I was blown away. After finishing the movie in Emirates flight, I knew that I had to watch the movie on big screen. When I came back in January, I had a home theater set up in my home, and then that is when I really, really watched the movie with all the sound effects, all the 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 way that it needs to be needed to be watched. Wow, that's uh, you know what? I was going to talk about it later, but let's talk about it now because you brought it up earlier in the mm-hmm. conversation. That uh, Salman Khan was a declining currency before the movie Dabang came out. the biggest movie i think he had right before it was wanted and if you look at wanted you can see that a lot of the dna of dabang is in wanted if you look at the action scene especially mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it it was like a thing that the khan brothers were starting to build with wanted mm-hmm. but the fruition of it did not come until dabang came along exactly and salman khan did not have a, a super hit movie as a leading man for a good stretch The last blip on the radar that kind of was good for him was when he was in the movie No Entry which ah. came out in 2006. So it, they were pretty dead waters up until the point when Dabang was released and it gave a new chapter to his, this superstar's career. The character of Chulbul Pandey is the highlight of this movie. Exactly. And I think that's where they were able to capitalize on uh, something that was non-existent in uh, movie industries. All movies are promoted on the shoulders of uh, the heroes and heroines who act in it. And the first thing that I he- heard about Dabang uh, was in conjunction with the character's name, Chulbul Pandey. 
that that is where uh, the uh, the production team or the marketing team should be applauded that they they did not project it as a salman khan movie they actually projected more as a chulwal pande experience rather than a salman khan experience you you, you hit the nail on a, on the head karthik because uh, well uh, for our listeners karthik is a marketing professional he knows a lot about this stuff correct am i is that fair to say yes i have uh, i have a terminal degree in marketing and i actually teach these courses at uh, a university in uh, in new york city so you nailed you nailed it on the head in fact if you uh, listen to some of arbaz khan's interviews he kind of clarifies that when they made this project the dabang project it was not a salman khan project mm-hmm. but a chulbul pande project exactly yep. he he chulbul pande was a brand like nike or mm-hmm. starbucks or apple that's what was uh, getting pushed by the marketing team and i think that's part of the reason why the project was so successful yes and it it, it shows on the screen too when he comes into the screen for the very first time i realized that like i i knew this was not a salman khan movie this is chulbul pande right at my at the doorstep of the goons and the movie is going to take off from here and um, i was really happy that the actor decided to take a back seat and let the character do the job for him and uh, i felt salman khan really enjoyed playing that role yeah yeah Bollywood past 2005 was kind of taking this turn towards more serious filmmaking which was unlike what was the case in the 90s and early 2000s mm-hmm. and these were the film fair best picture nominees in 2009 three idiots devdi kamine lavajkal pa wake up sid you mm-hmm. can kind of see the dna there they're all kind of not the typical bollywood movies that we're used to they have they are heavy subjects yes yeah. and then along with the uh, Dabang the movies that were nominated uh released in 2010 nominated in 2011 Band Baja Barat Peepli Live Uran Uran is one of my favorites mm-hmm. My name is Khan So you can see again more serious topics mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then Dabang is nominated Dabang wins best picture against all of these heavy hitters And the reason I bring this up mm-hmm. is that the storytelling in Indian cinema was maturing and then this movie comes out It becomes the highest grossing film in 2010. It is in my opinion a rebuke to more serious cinema. This review kind of sums it up for me, which is from a uh, Mathuris Paul. I hope I'm saying his name right. From the Statesman, he writes, "Dabang aligns itself with viewers frustrated by the non-existence of uncomplicated heroism on screen." What do you think about that? I think that um that pretty much sums up the entire project i i don't know when the review was written was it written like when? at release time at release time yeah so basically what is he enjoyed the movie the simplicity with which the entire movie was presented a viewer can absorb the entertainment in the movie is so unfiltered that you just enjoy it it's pure cinema magic right, right, happening right out there uh, which can actually take you to a different experience you just need to sit there and enjoy and that's what the guy also did it's it's unfiltered uncomplicated um, heroism that is being projected which just uh, nails it <laughs> <laughs> so in case you guys are listening uh, of some footsteps walking around some water being drank we have a dog walking <laughs> in the in the presence of this podcast so i apologize for those odd sounds you guys might hear do you think this is accurate that the character of chulbul pande is a homage to films and heroes from the 70s, 80s and 90s masala movies. I have to go back to your quest and your observation about wanted. The format of wanted. 
now i think our, uh, the khan brothers found that format and the format came from the south basically there was this movie called uh, pokri which was remade into wanted and they found that particular kind of formula works that uh, you don't need to tell complicated stories you need to tell entertaining stories uh, wherein a particular uh, uh, character comes to the forefront and heralds the viewer from one scene to the other till the very end so that that actually works for our american audience just to give you context there is uh, there's hollywood which is uh, los angeles there's bollywood which is bombay and then there's tollywood which is the south indian film industry altogether i'm not sure what they are called i think tollywood is more uh, the telugu uh, movie industry is called tollywood i don't have no idea what the tamil nadu movie industry is called what is the wood name of it <laughs> so i have uh, no idea about what that particular wood is all about but um, now if you tell me is it a homage um, to uh, to 80s 90s i think there, there is no homage per se we that particular formula has been existent from 80s 90s and even in the 2000s early 2000s and 2010s because i have been exposed to that formula <laughs> very much by my constant viewing of south indian movies what is it that chulbul pande did that rajnikanth has not done i think the south india and tollywood and all those places make amazing movies probably ahead of uh, bollywood by a mile in terms of the homage uh, things that uh, i wanted i wanted to mention a few of these things that i noticed that i felt were homages uh this movie does the sotela bap sotela bhai thing mm-hmm. which was common place in 70s and 80s mm-hmm. uh this movie does the over the top violence mm-hmm. uh but updated for the 2010s you know like the mithun chakrabarti mm-hmm. level of violence mm-hmm. and it nails it uh the movie does uh the dialogues the the the, the amazing dialogues in this movie which were you know a staple of uh, 80s and 90s movies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i think those are the homages i'm referring to here mm-hmm. i agree to your point that they got all these things from the previous eras and tried to mix it up and by mixing it up they did such a good job that th- we still had something good to see like something uh, interesting and something innovative to st- look look at yeah yeah do you think the audience has voted that you can have mature storytelling all you want but we want masala movies still I don't know how filmfare awards are given. No no, I'm I'm not talking about filmfare. I'm talking okay. about audience and ticket sales. Yes, they actually did. It is one of those initial movies that of Salman Khan's that actually went uh, over 100 crores, right? Like after Wanted then Dabang and then so on, correct? The movie grossed 219 crores, oh, I think. Okay. And uh one of the things I was listening to one of uh Salman Khan's interviews and mm-hmm. he was uh he was obviously happy about making the money, but he was very sad. that it had not beat three idiots <laughs> he was very disappointed by that uh, revelation when when the numbers came in but yeah it was uh, it was a massive success it was a massive success and, and i think uh, that's uh, something that the audience also uh, uh, gives back to the industry right like you make uh, good content we will watch good content yeah i mean salman khan movies are watched for salman khan mm-hmm. he's the he's the he's the tom cruise of uh, indian movies yeah, exactly yeah Since I started this podcast I've come across this award that I didn't know about before but it's it's called the National uh Film Award I yeah, think Yeah yeah National Film Fair Award for best popular best movie, popular, popular movie, movie yeah. which which actually went to Dabang it's yes, it's yes. apparently highly coveted it's it's not easy to get this award so Dabang got it for uh, like the most wholesome and popular film Exactly yes so, which which it truly is 
Dabang getting that movie, okay, national awards you don't associate with action movies per se. They are all more uh, deeper concentrated subjects. Uh, but uh, Dabang getting that award was not um, not a huge surprise because of the popularity of that movie at that particular point in time. Dabang just broke through. Like I couldn't talk to any of my friends without them telling me about Dabang. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a phenomena. Yeah. Dabang also reestablishes Salman Khan's dominance in the film industry. Salman Khan needed this film to succeed. He hadn't had one film that had captured the audience's interest for almost five or six years before this. Uh, Salman Khan comes swinging as the biggest action hero. Dabang becomes the biggest film of 2010. What do you think of Salman Khan's performance as an actor in this movie? He did great justice to that particular role. He knew how. audacious or out of this world that character is going to be salman khan let salman khan take the back seat and let chulbul bande come to the forefront and it's it's evident in each and every scene the way that he talks the way that he moves it's not his usual style that he wants to do the like he want he is a guy who does no wrong but he knows the background of chulbul bande and this is how chulbul bande is going to act in that particular situation Yeah. I know that um, like a lot of people um, in my friend circle would disagree that Salman Khan lacks the acting chops of Shah Rukh and Amir but for this particular movie definitely he brought to life Chulbul Pandey. He was perfectly cast. Mm. Uh Salman Khan was nominated for best actor for this role that year. He goes up against these guys uh Shah Rukh Khan for My Name Is Khan, Ajay Devgan for Once Upon a Time in Mumbai, Ranbir Kapoor for Rajneeti and Hrithik Roshan for Gozarish. Rithik Roshan should have won that year. That was a pretty good performance. Oh, it was such a, a depressing movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Shah Rukh Khan won. Oh, Shah Rukh Khan won for My Name Is Khan. Even that, I would not uh, fall behind. I like. Uh, I, I would have given it to Rithik Roshan. He did justice to that subject. Like, uh, but uh, but that was a very depressing. Guzarish was a very depressing movie, and it. unfortunately that's the problem right like that that was what the indian audience was given that you are a kind of this kind of a person you have no other hope but to like what like uh, but to have a sad end yeah yeah that's that was somewhat unfortunate and yeah. i thought was but we are not discussing that movie then 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 we come to the bunk which tells you please come to the movie theater and enjoy for the next 2 hours 15 minutes Had we ever seen a character like Chubul Pandey in the 2000s? So we have had interesting police inspector characters. Uncomplicated? No. Like there are nuances wherein the Chubul Pandey comes with a lot of baggage. Yes, I have seen how they have taken out the political system and all, but something that as simple as Chubul Pandey is was refreshing. Every other iteration of this character was and even, you know, even in Hollywood films For example, uh, in the movie Talash, Amir Khan's character mm-hmm. has a lot of baggage. Yes. You know, Chubul Pandey, I think the 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 main tension is his uh, relationship exactly. as uh, adopted child. Exactly. But other than that, it's pretty It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. In the name of character development, uh, we see the person interacting with uh, a lot of things from the past, a lot of people in the present. um talash the man is really complicated uh, with respect to the loss of a child and having a wife who is going in a different direction 
Chulbul Pandey is straightforward. Like he is uh, a stepson and he has uh, a tough upbringing. And the fact that he wants to be in charge of his destiny. And that is something that is made clear in the first uh, five, ten minutes of the movie. He is a person who wants to be in charge of his destiny as simple as that. He has come from nothing. He doesn't expect anything from his dad or mom. And he has to build everything from the front. And that brings up the gray shades in him as far as uh, going against the institution is concerned. That actually makes the movie even more interesting for me because I did not watch the movie with that lens before. and now that you bring those things up it's actually you know the character is a little deeper and a little bit more developed than i thought he was there are two sides so he calls himself the robin hood pandey and so he understands that there there is some amount of goodness in him and the morality aspects comes more from his mother the way that his mom brought him up that is where his uh, his compass is in the right direction but the fact that he needs to prove something against his uh, stepdad and his stepbrother makes him uh, take up these situations wherein he used that theta roots to earn money that's what robin hood did right like he he robbed the rich and uh, gave it to the gave poor gave to the poor yeah i don't know if he gave it to the poor but he definitely gave it to his cop buddies <laughs> if you haven't seen it go see this movie now or else we will make so many bullet holes in you that you wouldn't know where to breathe from and where to fart from for listeners <laughs> that was something <laughs> that was something so for listeners who don't know what I'm talking about it's one of the dialogues from the movies so seriously go watch this movie before listening to the rest of this podcast we are going to get into the nitty gritty of the bunk major spoilers ahead after a word from our sponsors this episode is sponsored by you the listener Look, we're just a regular family and we work very hard to produce this show. However, podcasts need advertising and advertisers on podcasts look at two things: number of downloads and number of subscribers. So, please download this episode and please subscribe to our podcast. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Follow us at The Bollywood Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you and enjoy the rest of today's episode. So Karthik, what is the best scene in the movie? Let's go through it scene by scene. Uh my first nominee, the first entire fight scene when we meet Chulbul Pandey for the first time. Uh the, the the guy goes up to the door. Yeah. And in comes with a major kick where the guy just is thrown across the room and in comes Chulbul Pandey. Yes. Here we are. The movie has begun. It's what a 5 minute action scene. but it has so many highlights from uh, the the I, i distinctly remember the matrix thing with the glass flying oh uh, yeah the matrix the oil thing definitely from the transporter movie but it was done a little bit differently and um, that much i can give credit to them so so uh, they say that good artists borrow and great artists steal so <laughs> so uh, i think if you if you mix enough stolen things nobody will recognize where things were stolen from it's a way for artists to express how they would have done the scene too right like uh, maybe the producers decided that we can have something like this let's try to adapt it for the indian audience and that's one way that indian audiences can be uh, accustomed to seeing an oil fight i guess <laughs> you know what i loved about this uh, this action scene also is that it's it's super fast paced In a lot of Indian movies when they're doing like a big set piece of an action scene, they just slow things way down. Unnecessarily. They don't need to be slowed down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This movie has no meat on it. It's just like bare bones. This is the essential of the fight. This particular scene really set up the movie for me. The bad guy is moving to the door and what he sees is not another man standing out there. The guy coming with a huge kick. A boot. A boot. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then the door and the guy flies. 
it's totally amazing and um, i've seen it being replicated in multiple other movies like uh, but uh, not to this effect like the way that the kick comes right in your face i think set set up the movie for me yeah it, it was a great uh, great launching pad for the rest of the movie yeah my best scene nominee too is that after this first fight scene uh, the rest of the police shows up in the typical like police shows up after the the crime has taken place fashion dakke andar pade ghayal hai bicharon ko chhod do chhod de lekin humko phir promotion kaise milega sir hum batate hai na chobi ji and uh, chobi ji gets the promotion what do you think about the scene more than the action scene i think i remember that particular scene that's the first time that we are actually seeing him interact properly with uh, the with his uh, peers and everything so he he ask uh, this this is the uh, this is the dialogue that stuck with me are haramzade se yaad aaya chobi ji aapke adarniya pitashi ji aajkal kaise hain aapke adarniya pitaji kaise hain and i started laughing in that flight that joke uh, comes uh, repeatedly through our different parts of the movie and yep. it's it's really well done it's really well done and that particular scene has stuck with me for so many years many a times i think uh, comedy scenes are rushed uh, or like injected non organically into scripts like we need a comedy scene here can you write something in the past when you had a movie you had the a storyline which was you know the main storyline and then all the comedy was a b story like yes. so you had uh, actors like uh, what was the name of the guy with the really curly hair uh, johnny lever johnny lever uh-huh. so this was like the staple of the industry which is you had the a storyline serious mm-hmm. b storyline comedy with like a comedy guy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then uh, movies like this and uh, more going forward kind of changed that you know what the a storyline and the b storyline comedy is going to align you nailed it perfectly that's that's the that's precisely what happened with this particular movie the entire it didn't seem as though it was a separate scene written just for the sake of comedy it was an actual part of the entire storyline yeah it wasn't a gag it was a story <laughs> this scene when uh, he meets uh, chobeji and the rest of the crew is uh, when the movie really leans into the corruption in the police in a very funny way they work in the classic stereotype from old movies that the police is late and then chobeji gets a promotion by being shot <laughs> shot by chilbu pande <laughs> a policeman shoots another policeman uh, intentionally and it's just a great scene and it has a, it has a great dialogue which we will circle back to when we get to the great dialogues the best scene nominee number 3 that i have is the first time that we meet ompuri slash kasturi lal with uh, cheri singh Okay. What do you think about that scene? It's just like everything, right? Like each particular scene, the the scriptwriter and the director, all of them thought about it as an opportunity for character development. The dialogues that came across really develops Sonu Sood's character as something who even the police tend to fear, who is a yeah. little bit mer- mercurial in his approach and he himself has a god complex and he I think he says that he thinks he is the hero of the movie. बचपन से हम अपने आप को हीरो समझते आए और ये हमको विलेन बोलते हम आपको विलेन लगते हैं का इमीडिएटली फॉलोइंग दैट ही does something villainous right like that means that he he is more mercurial hypocritical and all these different things that we associate with a strong personality who wants things done his way so you touched upon uh, you know sonu sood's god complex so mm-hmm. one of the things i appreciate about the movie was that sonu sood sood thinks that he's a hero uh in fact uh, later on when he is uh, plotting against chulbol pande he actually compares chulbol to ravan he says something like lanka bhed ke ravan ko harana ho to vibhishan ko apni sena mein shamil kar lo 
So that, that's pretty pretty uh, good writing, I would say. Mm-hmm. Good character mm-hmm. development. He wants to be the hero, even though he's villainous. I miss Ompuri. <laughs> 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 he was such a great screen presence and had such a unique voice. Uh, and he was great in this movie. Internet research revealed that he was upset that a significant portion of his scenes were cut in this movie. Uh, that I think his entire character was uh, half baked. I respect Ompuri a lot like uh, his movies are really great his acting is out of this world but the final product whatever was delivered with him it could have been done by anybody else and and that's not a fault of Ompuri by itself that's because the arc never went to a proper conclusion in the you know i was going to bring it up later but in the research uh, it it comes out that the original cut of the movie was about 4 hours long the director's cut and then they and then salman khan brought in uh, david dhawan to cut the movie down to where it is now and i think one of the storylines that got hijacked because of that was the om puri storyline okay and that's that seems to be the reason why it kind of went nowhere and would explain why om puri would be upset about this definitely we will also get into other people besides Ompuri that were wronged by this production. <laughs> uh, but let's get to best scene nominee number four. Okay. I really like the rally scene. And I'm kind of like combining two here. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm uh, the rally where we meet Anupam Kher's character. I really like uh, Ompuri meeting Chulbul Pandey for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I also really, really like, this is probably one of the funniest scenes to me, uh, which is when Chulbul Pandey meets Lajo's brother for the yeah. first time. Yeah. And they talk about polio. Uh, and it's, it's such a effective way of promoting vaccination. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also the, the whole interaction of like the guy talking to the brother of the girl he's interested in. He goes in like with his chest thumping. Oh, you're the brother. Yeah. <laughs> The brother asks Chulbul Pandey, do you know her? He said yes. And then he immediately turns back, no, I would like to know her. <laughs> and that's that's something, that's good writing. Like he is respecting the brother and he's, state, he's not afraid to state his mind. And that's something that came across really well in that particular scene. Such nuance, you don't, something that holistically translates across the movie is uh, something that was very different from what I was seeing Hindi heroes, they talk a lot. They talk a lot about, sometimes they talk, they pour their feelings and everything. Chulbil Pante is such a restrained kind of guy and he talks very less, but he conveys so much. In the short sentences that he talks, we are able to grasp a lot about that particular character. Nominee number five. Mm -hmm. Lajo comes to get her Baba at the police station. All the cops try to get her to smile and laugh. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that scene? That is one scene I hate. I felt that was uh, that was not well thought of. Forcing a girl on false, trumping of false charges to bring a girl to a police station. I felt that that particular entire thing was supposed to be funny. I did not find it funny. Making her laugh and all goes well, but the kind of... Is this the way that you want the police officers to talk to a lady coming to a police station? That scene did not age well at all. I, I would... Uh, you know what? I would strongly agree with you. The reason I brought it up is because uh, I figured that people enjoyed that scene. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess the visual of police officers trying to make somebody laugh is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. 
But I don't think I, I mean I didn't get the jokes. I don't know if the jokes were actually funny or not that they were telling. Uh, I think the only thing funny about was that Mahesh Manjreka comes to her and says that look just laugh. Uh, 500 is mine, 500 is yours. That's the only way that we are going to get out of it. But uh, that scene is a little bit tone deaf. I I will I will agree with you and uh, you know this in the history of this podcast this hasn't happened before but we're going to withdraw that nomination. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that that scene is getting transferred to age poorly. Uh great job. <laughs> Best scene nominee number 6 which I guess is 5 now because we pulled mm-hmm, one out. Mm-hmm. Uh Salman Khan finds his mother dead and he cries. It yeah. kind of made me choke up a little bit. Yeah, you should see the transference also. Like there is something unique about that scene. I just want to go to the previous scene a little bit, okay? And uh, I remember this uh, this very distinctly. Like right? the Salman Khan talks to Sonakshi Sinha asking her whether we could get married and she says that practically no like i'm i'm here to provide service to my father and uh, as long as he's there i won't marry salman khan in that particular scene he's well dressed he's tucked in and he's haughty but when he comes to back to meet his his mother he there is something that transpired his uh, his uh, shirt is untucked he's a little bit unruly so these the transference between scene is also there that like he got some kind of a bad news which he's he cannot grasp and in between the scenes this person has lost some kind of hope and he's coming to and directly talking with his mother so i i felt that the the continuity was really well done the fact that he comes there distraught and he gets an even more tragic news in that moment when there is nobody around yeah. he's able to fully express himself and cry yeah he needed relief in meeting his mom after uh, having met sonakshi mm. and her rejecting him hmm. but instead he finds worse news yeah uh and you know what i don't feel that saman khan is a great actor but he's he commands the screen and he has he's a star and uh we love watching him in movies uh him crying made me choke up and it reminded me of another great movie of his which is hum dil de chuke sanam mm-hmm. and in that movie also there is a scene in which uh the the lead actress uh, uh ashura rai yeah breaks his heart and he has to like uh, his heart is broken and he and he cries i think it was mm-hmm. but same thing he he has this ability for for the audience to kind of feel his screen presence he's like a like a black hole from which the light cannot escape like you were just sucked in towards you're sucked him. in and i have always felt that uh, salman like i agree with you salman khan is not the tippity top of great actors that i would list but he has constantly had the ability to surprise okay and that's something undeniable uh, he has done khamoshi he has done uh, dil, du- dil de chuke sanam he has done a dabang he has done a bajrangi bhaijan um, bajrangi bhaijan another movie i think who that won the national film award for crowd pleasing yeah crowd pleasing yeah entertainment and uh, and then subsequently like so he has done a variety of different characters i feel i strongly feel that he's a director's actor so if the characters return to the t and if the entire playbook is given to him he will perform it to the core he has the uh, he, he's he's running back and he needs a quarterback yeah he needs a to, quarterback to to kind of pass the ball to him and then take it to the goal line exactly exactly uh, w- uh should we have uh, like a cricket analogy for this in order for our audience uh, what's a cricket analogy <laughs> oh, <laughs> i i think it fails me like maybe but hopefully you guys know about american football so you got that analogy yeah yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> 
the next nominee uh, prajapati pande uh, played by vinod khanna asks chulbol pande to apologize to makhi at the police station in front of chedi singh and his uh, his superior what do you think about that scene i think that was a very well written scene i have to say seeing vinod khanna after a long time on screen was so refreshing out there like i've never not seen vinod khanna for a very long time he was one of my fav- favorite actors while i was growing up i thought uh, he he had the acting chops and everything uh, and i liked him more than uh, amitabh bachchan there there i say so oh, yeah. oh my god hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> so but here you <laughs> the the vinod khanna does a very good job throughout the movie and he emotes a lot with his eyes the the way that they show, show the scene we understand with chedi singh in the room vinod khanna arbaz khan and all, all of the people in the room vinod khanna has been sucked into something that he clearly didn't want to do he wants nothing to do with chulbul pandey yeah, so he, he doesn't, doesn't want to be here he doesn't want to be here at the same point in time you i i felt i could see that he didn't want to get chulbul pandey into a, a whole lot of trouble as well so he gives a way out comes up with a proper middle ground you apologize we are out of here uh you know this this scene what i've discovered in this podcast is uh, you know so the three movies we've done so far is uh, dangal mm-hmm. jab we met mm-hmm. and the bum mm-hmm. vastly different movies mm-hmm. but the common dna in these three movies is the writing is just top notch yes so this is the type of scene that kind of shows the writing chops mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. the person who wrote the movie you have the external stakes mm-hmm. which is chedi singh wants this that's the external conflict mm-hmm, mm-hmm. chedi singh wants to make chulbul pandey go down the internal stakes are that outside of chedi singh that these three family members their relationship is getting stretched, stretched. and fall apart yeah. and it's going to break like you're just waiting it's going to happen at some point or another and it does happen later on in the movie but this is when it's it's really getting pulled before they're going to get ripped apart mm-hmm. so this is what to me like good writing is all about based on everything we have s- seen so far we think that chulbol pandey is about to kick everybody's ass in the police station because like that would be his normal reaction yeah, yeah. in the situation be- from everything that we have seen but instead he apologizes and this is a bigger slap to prajapati and makhi and chedi mm-hmm. than him actually revolting in a physical way mm-hmm. it's totally unexpected it's a great twist exactly like uh, the the story would have stretched in a different direction had he refused to apologize uh, or even uh, become uh, violent within that uh, within that officer's room but he just there is a sarcasm about that apology right like uh, that uh, it's he, not a it's not a genuine genuine apology, apology. okay you want it take it leave it now if that uh, brings the matter to a close great his <laughs> his ego is not so big that he cannot apologize at some point in time i know that the ego gets the better of him at the next in the very next scene but uh, within the confines of his superior he just he see like i think everybody sees a way out and he says okay like uh, let me just take that and then uh, move on with it but it is piling on to him yeah we know that yeah next nominee is a uh, chulbul meets chedi after the song muni badnam hoy and it has a famous dialogue which was also in trailer and people quote yeah. over and over yeah hum tumme itne chhed karenge ki confuse ho jaoge ki saans kahan se le <laughs> so uh do you want to talk about the scene yes that scene was works well because the song that preceded the scene worked so well yeah the, it, the build up is really nice to build up scene. is uh, you, no, no, normally item numbers are just wasted yes but uh the direct the filmmakers do a really good job in kind of like building the tension before this 
meeting happens. Yeah, it, it's going to be a cl- there is a clash coming. We know that, and we do not know how that clash is going to is is it going to end in a fist fight or gunfight? We have no idea. Chedi Singh is having and and, and Sonu Sood is also very good in that uh, in that particular song. He the way he emotes and all is really the nuances. Oh that, my, his his face is precious, precious in that movie. Oh my god, yeah. the joy on his face yes. because of Munni yeah. is just oh my god. Oh. He 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 really. Uh, we we're gonna come back to like the best actors mm-hmm. in the movie. Mm-hmm. but uh, sonu sweet is definitely a gem yes, ge- yes yes this this particular time he was showing his comedic chops and he's really enjoying and then as soon as uh, uh, chulbul pande comes the entire <laughs> smile just vanishes and you know a, a state of depression anger and all of them come at the same time and then chulbul pande hijacks that entire song yeah and he, and then this clash happens and we know that this is this is going to be epic and and we don't get a fist fight we don't get any kind of hitting or anything like that just good dialogue basi good writing that uh, brings the house down yeah yeah it's yeah. definitely one of the highlights of the movie i would say like amongst many great scenes this is way up there you're way up there i think i think this would be I, like i know that this is this has a very close competition with the uh, chaubiji scene but for me this scene was would be one of the best scenes in cinema in, in no in cinema yeah. definitely not <laughs> but def, definitely the best scene in this particular movie sure yeah i would agree with you the next nominee here mm-hmm. is again just about the writing it's uh, when uh, chulbul crashes makhi's wedding and gets married first with lajo and then makhi's uh, wedding gets canceled What do you think about Frankly that? Frankly speaking, I don't understand. Yeah. I, I don't understand the entire nuance of uh, maybe it's something that like once you made that revelation that David Devon cut a four movie, a four hour movie into two hour fifteen minutes movie. It was internet based research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally it can wrong. be totally wrong, but uh, I think the scene was kind of a sore thumb for me. If Chulbul Pandey wanted to get married before Makhi, he could have done it in a anywhere. Like he could have gone to a temple, got married. right yeah, like yeah. why why even come to this particular wedding and um, rain on uh, well, uh, well, the movie's name is dabang do you yeah. know what dabang means yes audacious audacious yes. Yeah. i think it was a audacious on its part to do this I, i think that kind of fits with the theme of the movie so that scene was like really uh, not required uh the audaciousness was uh, clearly portrayed in the previous scene uh, wherein a day after uh, the the uh, sonakshi singh like mahesh manjrekar's character's death uh, uh, salman khan uh, walks in and disperses out the morning crowd and says okay chalo chalo bahut ho gaya rona dhona jinko jana tha wo chale gaye No, get out. Let let her live her life. You know what? That was probably a better scene than this one. <laughs> yeah, that that was the most audacious and well reasoned scene. Like he's done. You get your things. Come with me. Yeah, I guess we see this scene differently. I I, I really enjoyed it. I thought, uh, especially, I always like uh, interesting things in plot development. So mm-hmm. I think it was like really interesting the way the plot developed mm-hmm. out of this. which is your pick for best scene of the scenes that I we... think again after of serious considerations uh, <laughs> i have to say that it is definitely the conversation between chidi singh and uh, chulbul pande 
after the munni badnam hui um, song that that's something that sticks with you that that the, the scene has stuck with you the dialogues have stuck with you and you have to give a lot of credit to the person who thought that look you don't need an item number inorganically placed uh, it can be an organic part of the conversation that you have it serves a function yeah it serves a function and uh, and so the build up to the scene was really good yeah um i am going to go a different route i'm going to pick uh, the chobeji gets a promotion scene and the reason i'm going to pick it is because i always uh in the first fight scene him kicking the door is okay you know i mm-hmm. i'm interested now mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the movie mm-hmm. but that scene when chobeji gets shot and promoted and all the dialogues are on again is like i want to watch the rest what <laughs> what else happens in this movie now because of that scene oh yeah uh, I, i agree i completely agree to that but it is chobeji like that's why i said like it is a pick between this and the chobeji scene the chobeji scene comes a close second Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the show. Please don't forget to share with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to download. Follow us at The Bollywood Pod on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Now music is a crucial part of Bollywood. In fact, Bollywood music often is better and lives on for way longer than the movie it belongs to. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, Dabang is not a great soundtrack for me. Mm-hmm. In fact, the score, the western guitar which you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. is way more emblematic of the film. than the songs in the film. I enjoy the score of that guitar a l- way more than any of the songs. You're talking about the background score that come that's a- absolutely right. Like and that kind of brings about the freshness that I was talking about. Like uh, it's not any kind of uh, g- generic track that we are we are used to hearing to for such hero oriented movies. There is uh, the first time I hear the guitar when uh, Salman Khan kicks through the door, I was genuinely interested. Wow, that's a good soundtrack. I think at that particular point in time I saw a Johnny Depp uh, cartoon movie too which had a similar kind of uh, a song. Rango Rango yeah. yeah Rango yes exactly so you you can argue that this is a mashup of a lot of movies that you have seen but there are these different nuances that has elevated the movie from being just a mashup into a genuine product Absolutely well you know what for the for our listeners we will uh, litigate uh, the songs mm-hmm. we have muni badnam hui mm-hmm. the item number we have tere mast mast donen we have hud hud dabang yeah. the title track yeah. and we have yeah we have those four songs that I have on the list mm-hmm. uh, do you have a favorite of the four I know Muni Badnam who is a like it's well known but uh, I really like Tere mast mast donen mere dil but but what is the background of that it's is it the I think it's the first time he meets him or meets her yeah, yeah yeah that's the one right so Oh, you know what? Uh since you brought that song up, there is one thing I wrote down about the song mm-hmm. which I I don't remember the last time I saw in any Indian movie, which is that at one point in the song they're in like a mela or something mm-hmm. and uh the you know as usual the background dancers are dancing, but what what I found fascinating about a certain portion of the song is that in the background dancers there were 
male dancers and female dancers dancing together mm-hmm. which i've usually seen in like a like a wedding or something mm. but i've never seen it on the street where like guy dancers and girls dancers are dancing together so i i thought that was really interesting i don't know when when was the I last think the, time the, the entire thing about the song was that they have situated it in a, a particular village and they don't go out of the village for any of these particular song sequences uh, other than uh, other than the honeymoon song honeymoon like song, yeah. that uh, where they go to i think dubai, dubai. and yeah. yeah so they actually situate all these songs with the the earthiness of the uh, that surround that encompasses the canvas is brought out in the songs as well and this song is particularly interesting because it comes after one of the dialogue by so- uh, sonakshi sinha so she states uh, ரெடி <laughs> refreshing to see that yeah uh, you know buy local make your music videos local guys that's yeah. a lesson learned here uh, let's talk about well so my i would pick that song also mm-hmm. as if i had to pick one of the four i would pick tere mast mast to nain mere dil ka legend i love rahat fateh ali khan his voice is just very soothing to me he has some sung some of my favorite songs and i love his uh, singing of this particular song uh, let's talk about what's aged best in the movie okay i have a long list here let's go through it one by one sure uh the action scenes what do you think and more specifically than the action scenes i want to talk about the action moments in the movie they're just to me the the action within the action mm-hmm. is what really made me enjoy the action scenes in this movie what do you have to say about that can you elaborate on that so for example there's a rooftop chase yeah. at one point yeah yeah there is one particular moment in that rooftop chase when uh salman khan uh, chulbul pande is jumping after a guy he's midway in the jump another guy jumps from another rooftop mm-hmm. chulbul pande shoots the guy twice they remind you they're both in mid air right now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he shoots the guy twice the guy goes down chulbul pande lands on the edge of the roof mm-hmm. he does not have balance he's about to fall mm-hmm. losing balance mm-hmm. so chulbul pande takes out his gun shoots a bullet down mm-hmm. as if it's going to regain his balance but he doesn't shoot down at the ground he shoots the, shoots guy, the guy who's falling <laughs> so the guy who's who he's already shot twice <laughs> gets shot a third time oh my god and then and then that guy's body hits the ground and then and that bullet also makes chulbo pane regain his balance oh my yeah so I to that, me yeah. that those little details i just and this movie is full of those details yes there are these thought bubbles that have gone in to like not just fighting there are these moments that they have written up or that within the action these action moments that really bring about uh, certain aspects about the character per se it, it's just that extra spice the extra spice that brings up the fact that like they have thought about some things i know i know the execution might uh, falter a bit but they did think about uh, this particular action like the way you said it right i, I 
suddenly remembered it that means it is there latent in my mind and another uh, moment that i would like to uh, like add on to is when the gang attacks him at the railway station and this guy is shooting at uh, chulbul pande and he comes picks him up with the rifle then swimming around and the train is just passing by and misses the bad guy by a inch and he falls down so and and they don't dwell on it like they do in a lot of movies you will be like in slow motion yeah. it's so immediate, immediate and quick yes it's immediate it's quick it's uh, it's something that you savor and that's it like let's move on yeah in the first scene when chulbu pande is using the water hose mm-hmm. the guy cuts the hose to cut the water supply and that to me like smart things like that don't happen in movies <laughs> and that was a smart action with an action moment for me yeah that is actually that is correct the fact that getting the water hose itself was not genuine it was like borrowed for something else they needed to actually drop that and move on to the next action moment right like uh, the best way to like, instead of just going and um, uh, cutting out the water supply by uh, shutting down the valve uh, they cut cut the hose as such which was really i i think uh, coming like thinking back it was really a smart decision yeah so i i think the action within the action scenes have aged really well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the second thing in my opinion that's aged really well is the comedy and the dialogue in the film oh yeah the comedy track like like you very aptly mentioned was not a gag it was purposefully inserted to move the conversation forward and they didn't want to hurry it along so the entire dialogues were written as a part of character development and also engaging the audience better chulbul chulbul pandey's world is a world of uh, fun too like it's not just about action it's about having fun in the midst of all this chaos two specific comedy movements that i want to talk about while we are here is uh uh when he goes to visit chobeji to give his promotion i love the line that chobeji go uh, so chulbul pande gives him the money from mm-hmm, the robbery mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. they're taking from the bad guys and chobeji while he's on his bed short waiting for promotion says saab bhi na hai na bahut hai sharif hai saab hai na bahut hai sharif hai as he's giving him uh, the money yeah. that he had stolen yeah uh that, that was such a great line and then uh this is a very small moment in the movie and you may not notice it 10 times when you watch this movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i for some reason watched it and mm-hmm. i was i literally rolled out of my chair laughing it was uh lajo she's in the hospital the nurse the male nurse is not letting her in she's he's saying you cannot get in you you're not allowed to get in chulbul pande comes in the background there's all a white oh, shot oh yeah, yeah yeah that it's a it's a wide angle wherein he comes and pushes the pushes push the, the guy, guy out of the way, way yeah. and we never hear from the guy again <laughs> he doesn't even come back right <laughs> he never returns he just he it's not a gentle push it's yeah, a shove yeah, yeah. i i i get that like uh, it's such a nice comedy touch which is like okay that guy went bye bye and they both enter no thought to that guy whatsoever you know it's not about no thought to that guy the guy knows not to mess with this guy uh, chulbul pande again Yeah. <laughs> because next time he's not going to get pushed yeah <laughs> so i remember that that was a scene when uh, lajo is going to see her brother yeah that yeah her brother yes. that's who she's seeing but yes. i i just thought those little touches were so like that's a that's a comedy touch in the movie even within a serious scene yeah they didn't hold back i i thought that was a good thing that they could have made it uh, like i know that it's a family movie and all but they didn't hold back on these um, uh, these what should i say these uh, i would go- say i would say stylized 
the style of the movie the style of the movie they, yeah. it's it's yeah it's not 100% it's 110% mm-hmm. everything is setting up for the next one liner that chulbul is going to say exactly yeah uh the film is very self aware it knows what it's doing like it it knows what it's making fun of and it leans really hard into it all of uh, late Om Puri scenes they have aged really well I love watching him in this movie I think there are I think Om Puri does make the scene come alive but the every time I watch Om Puri on screen it's like um, I feel sad like I, the first thing that I thought about when I I remember exactly uh, when I saw this movie I I asked myself why is Om Puri in this movie even why did he sign up for the movie yeah. uh, in the first place so the movie did a great disservice to his talent every time i watch the movie i see the incompleteness in the character arc as something that diminishes the value of those scenes for me yeah uh, like i have to sorry i have to dis- disagree with you out there oh that that's totally fine i just for me it was uh, I, i always thought he was a great actor and uh, when we were talking about uh, jab we met in the previous podcast we were talking about uh, dara singh mm-hmm. i never felt dara singh was a great actor but i know he's an icon and a legend mm-hmm. and he's uh, like when you see him in a movie you know it's dara singh so seeing an icon like that and i feel like ompuri deserves the same stature in indian cinema uh, I, it's really refreshing to watch a performance from a great artist all right karthik the last stretch here let's yeah. see if we can make it through <laughs> sure sure definitely so fourth thing uh, that i feel has aged really well is uh, this movie kind of redefined the masala action movie template for bollywood mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this movie was followed uh, you know in the following years by singam uh, in 2011 rowdy rathor mm-hmm. i think it was in 2012 it sets up this purani sharab nayi bottle mein uh, uh, old whiskey in a new bottle uh, formula for an action film what do you feel about that So uh you talked about uh, Singam and Rowdy Rathod both of them are uh, like uh, adopted from South Indian cinema and please enlighten us because yeah. I certainly don't know about it and so please it, yeah yeah so i think uh, Singam you have a Singam movie in uh, Tamil and Rowdy Rathod uh, there is uh, uh, i think a Telugu movie by Ravi Teja i forget the name like uh, i'm very and, bad. and these movies were done before 2010 yes, yes, okay yes, yes. so they these are both um, like remade from remakes of south indian movies to to me I, i think the comparison i can draw is uh starbucks is huge now mm-hmm. but before starbucks was huge in the nine you know it was introduced in the 90s the concept of a barista and a coffee made a certain way mm-hmm. was kind of alien to of america course, of course yeah even though in italy it existed it existed was, yeah it was beautiful mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so it's kind of like that like this beautiful barista coffee thing existed in italy which is you know south south indian film mm-hmm. and then uh you bring this on and you know introduce it to new york seattle wherever it got introduced and it kind of blows up from there so you kind of bring it to a larger audience More, essentially exactly and i think that's the comparison i can draw uh to what dabang brought to the table i i completely agree with you that's uh, that uh, that is a fair comparison i think the analogy is uh, really top notch in that particular sense <laughs> the template really rehashed really well with the dabang serves as an important kind of a background literature that helps uh, producers identify concepts or themes that can click with the audience yeah and uh, i think that is why the, they decided to remake these movies in the first place that okay there is the south indian movie called singam which is similar to the template of dabang it if if rehashed it will do really well the sixth thing in in my list that's age really well is uh in the song uh, uh chori ki ye mm-hmm. kiya re jiya mm-hmm. the honeymoon depicted 
in Dubai is very realistic. You know, starting with uh, when they're in the airport or something and uh, uh, Sonakshi Sinha's character is about to get on the escalator. Escalator, yeah. And she's like reluctant and yeah. Chulbul helps him on. Mm-hmm. That's so so uh, well thought out from the director's point of view. I'm sure Sonakshi Sinha knows how to use it, but uh, the director's choice to kind of show that moment in the story. And then the, the, the entire honeymoon, they're doing activities that you would like rent or do when you go on vacation. It wasn't like, oh, in the middle of the desert, Shah Rukh Khan is shirtless next to a tree. <laughs> it was, no, they're, they're, they're renting these uh, ATVs to ride around on the, on the sand. Mm-hmm. Or they're in this hotel suite, the, the honeymoon suite. Like whatever it is, it's all grounded. Even though it's this fantastical movie, that whole honeymoon sequence is just like, oh, this is a real honeymoon that we're watching. Except for the fact that she got a passport so fast <laughs> to go to Dubai. Chulbul Pandey has influence. <laughs> yeah, Chulbul yeah, Pandey yeah. has influence. He friend. must have printed his own passport. But <laughs> apart from that, like I completely, I have to agree with you that that particular song sequence doesn't go overboard. They, they are doing a lot of activities that brings them closer. And um, uh, some things that make Sonakshi Sinha jealous. Um, and uh, uh, it's, it's wonderful fully thought out yeah that they are having these small small issues and they are having these small small experiences that brings them really close to to one another they could have very well uh, gone to uae and then um, uh, stood in uh, front of the burj khalifa and had some dancers dancing but they didn't do that like they went outside yeah they showed yeah, yeah. Uh, they showed a developing relationship between yeah, the husband yeah, and wife yes exactly the the last nominee i have for uh, things that have aged well mm-hmm are the twists in the movie. Mm-hmm. The movie it has so many plot twists that I, you know, I'm, I I fancy myself a writer and I usually see them coming from a mile away. I did not see a lot of these coming. So, for example, we already talked about Chulbul apologize to, apologizes to Maki at the uh, police yep. police office. The the reveal that the mother was killed by the bad guy, or yeah. her fuss-fuss, yeah. you know, which normally in a movie when you see the fuss-fuss, the inhaler, you think it will come into play at a later time and like the hero will have to go get it mm-hmm. to save the mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. but no this was the mystery of how she died was there and the, there was a payoff at the end for yeah. it there's, there's a, it's like a trophy that the villain takes for the pain that he inflicted to Chulwil Pante and that comes out to play at the very end wherein that reveal is made to Maki that, uh, the reveal comes much later and yeah. I did not expect it and mm-hmm. it comes out of nowhere well that doesn't come out of nowhere it's very well set up but like mm-hmm. I did not expect it and then uh I know you do not like that scene, but the scene where Chulwal gets married first. But I did not expect that Maki's wedding would get cancelled because of it. So that to me was a good twist. I think that was that I saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> because mm, no way is the other marriage is going to happen. Like after, really? Yeah. I mean, siblings get married uh, on the same mandap, don't they? I, like I, I think it, that happens. I think not uh, siblings get married on the same mandap and there is this uh, notion also that only one of the marriage will actually stand the test of time. Sure. The way that the thing got hijacked, right? It's 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 a slap on the face to everybody who's conducting that marriage, whether it be the groom's side or the bride's side. Nothing is going to happen. Yeah. They need time to digest the situation. What the hell happened right now? And you think, uh, okay, this is done. Why didn't you just come and <laughs> do the next one? No, it's not <laughs> going to happen, buddy. <laughs> uh, do you have any age poorlies here? I think the police station scene. It was bad then. It has gone bad to worse to worse right now for me. I, I would agree with you. And uh, on top of that, I would like to just add this. The treatment of women or the treatment of female characters in movies. Exactly, just, yeah. it's In many movies, especially like movies like The Bong, just age, ages poorly. Even though they show Sona- Lajo's character as 
you know, someone who can kind of stand up for herself. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, she is kind of getting tossed around by Chulbu Pandey, right? Like, her life is directly being influenced by this guy. Without her permission or without her, without her discussion. I get that. Sonakshi Singha's character is like uh, the the way her life moves once uh, Chulbul Pandey comes to her life. Uh, and before that, it was dictated by her father. Father, yeah. It's been controlled by men for the better part of her life. Okay, the question that we need to ask is, is the movie being realistic or is the movie just being tone deaf? Well, so I would say there's an argument to be made for uh, realistic because generally speaking... Uh, in parts of india that are like that yeah women are controlled mm-hmm. uh, by men in mm-hmm. indian society mm-hmm. uh however i think part of the job that cinema popular cinema has is to kind of break those barriers uh so the previous movies we've done is dangal mm-hmm. and the jabbi met mm-hmm. if you take the female characters in those movies they are breaking barriers as a cultural phenomena popular movies or movies with big stars and big stories can influence society to generate a more positive message than oh this is how society is this is realistic and this is how women are i i, I completely agree with you e- even if you give uh, the the female character one scene even mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like keep it realistic if you want to but give her one scene maybe 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 instead of chulbul pandey coming in and dis- re- disrupting the whole the sad uh, scenario mm-hmm, after mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. maybe maybe she's the one who says you know what my father's dead mm-hmm. i want to live with this man and uh, you guys can leave i'm going like even something as bold as that can be just such a historic moment or game changing moment for cinema but that would be so out of her character right that's the she's been set up as a kind of a very reserved kind of a girl i'm just throwing an idea no, out no, there no no i can, I, can I, mean, i completely agree but uh, even if like i i'm not sure like it's uh, certain aspects about the treatment of women definitely we don't like we don't know whether it's a depiction of reality or whether the direct the the writing itself was tone deaf in that particular sense but um, where should i give the benefit of the doubt like uh, was the director tone deaf or, or like was the writing tone deaf to the well, ne- four hours movie mm. got, yeah. got so yeah. they may they may have been something they, that yeah, got cut out yeah i think so yeah but it's a deeper discussion for um, for another podcast i guess like uh, yeah. for about how women are treated in movies <laughs> i would se. i would encourage all directors to try to do something that can change society with their female exactly. directors exactly if you're if your audience who wants to you know who's a filmmaker budding filmmaker please give us better female characters <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, let's get on to the pet peeves, the complaint department, the mm-hmm. grievances against the movie. Mm-hmm. My first complaint is uh, that it's kind of hard to believe that Maki is not beaten up more often by Chulbul Pandey. I feel like he gets his ass uh, beaten way more often than what is shown in the movie. Now that you mention it, it's something that has not aged well. It's basically uh, sibling violence, right? Maki is always up to something. He's always stealing yeah, money yeah. or up He's to st- no good. Yeah, up to no good. But yeah. that, the, but that, uh, I feel resor- like Chulbul should like straighten him out. Uh, again, resorting to violence against your sibling might not be the right answer. And since it's a sibling, he gets a hard pass. a couple of things i did not mention in age well mm-hmm. is the character named chulbul pandey or other character names too like maki mm-hmm. like they're just very interesting names memorable names and also the title of the movie mm-hmm. the bang that is true that uh, the 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 i think the name chulbul pandey itself was uh, something like you have a very fun kind of name going with uh, this haughty kind of a uh, like this audacious personality so it's it's kind of uh, it's well thought of 
And I would I would even go on to say that the mustache has aged really well. Yes, mustache. Who has, has the best mustache? Uh, Rady Rator? Sorry, not Rady Rator. <laughs> Singham or uh, Chulu Pade? Which is the better mustache? I think it is uh, definitely Salman Khan's look uh, that I have to be partial towards that. The, the, the most, pencil, the pencil, yeah, pencil, stash. pencil stache has really aged well. There's something different from the village setup. Instead of having the bushy mustaches, the pencil mustache uh, clearly works a lot with respect to the character. Yeah. Uh, pet peeves. Continuing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably a lot of movies are guilty of this mm-hmm. but uh, Chulbul Pane is supposed to be about 33 years old but he looks way older well that's the bane of the Indian movie industry right yeah like, like Rajnikanth yeah. playing a 20 year old yeah yeah Rajnikanth <laughs> at least he has stopped that like he doesn't play a 20 year old but heroes tend to be sought after so much that they can continue to play half their age um, once they're past like uh, 50 years old the shelf life or fee- of female actors in movies generally tends to be way smaller mm-hmm. than the shelf life of uh, male actors male in actors yes yeah, so it's just unfortunate uh, you know i hope uh, and that's the case in hollywood also and, the, not and, just and that goes back to your your thing like we need directors or like story writers to come up bold enough to make movies for women of all age groups you need to be able to write strong female characters across all age ranges yeah and yeah. that's when the middle strip of our generation can can actually come out and give their heart out performance yeah yeah i mean I, i'm kind of excited to be doing badaiho next because i think badaiho has some a uh, couple of really good female performances exactly uh, action detail just occurred to me you know i was telling you about action details within action scenes one is that uh, all those bombs are exploding you're like where the hell are all these bombs coming from and there's just one shot during that sequence where the camera kind of goes under a cart mm-hmm. and you see like three bombs, three bombs attached, attached under, yeah yeah and that kind of like just tied it all together and it was just a short half a second scene but it kind of alleviated that thought out of my head you know it's like all right that makes sense so uh, one pet peeve that i have is that salman khan has to remove his shirt right <laughs> well obviously that's what people <laughs> that's are paying money for, yeah, money for. Uh, although i would contest that sony sued uh, has a better physique in the movie than salman khan i think both are equally fit i guess uh, yeah like in their own like uh, ways i guess i'm not a fitness trainer but i could i could probably make a safe bet saying hmm. that sony sued so you know sword body to body to mass ratio <laughs> okay yes. i didn't pay attention that closely uh. so i have <laughs> nothing to comment on okay both of them are removed their shirts now okay let's just get it over with <laughs> <laughs> oh and uh i really like the 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 leaves that were blowing while they were fighting there was no reason for a tornado to be there yeah. but it was there but they are they are like strong people hurling each other around right the air needs to be sucked in yeah it was <laughs> so- like ram and ram and fighting yeah <laughs> let's move on to the dialogues in the movie okay. which is probably what i've been waiting for this entire mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. uh what do you think is the best line of dialogue in the movie do you have any nominees or do you want me to get into it okay so i do definitely have the best dialogue in the movie and i um, uh, and i alluded to it uh, very early i suppose i should have waited till now haramzade se aap kahan hai haramzade are haramzade se yaad aaya chobi ji aapke adarniya pitashri aajkal kaise hain ji ji theek hai sir no it, the thing that clinched it for me was aapke adarniya pitashri kaise yeah the, the it's not aapke pitaji kaise it's aapke adarniya pitaji kaise like no that's some good writing out there like yeah yeah <laughs> uh, what's next for you dialogue wise uh, the dialogue basi by sonakshi sinha thappad se dar nahi lagta saab pyar se dene rakh lo warna thappad maar ke bhi de sakte hain thappad se dar nahi lagta saab pyar se lagta hai 
that was well written it's it's that the person is living in constant fear she is used to violence and abuse she has gotten so used to it that uh, anything related to love is completely alien to her and that's what scares her yeah um these are some of the dialogues that were down mm-hmm. so uh, one is in the first uh, fight scene chulbul pandey is saying to the guy please wale ko thokne ka anjam pata hai kya 21 saal jail aur thoka hai alag se that's a pretty good dialogue i thought i really like the dialogue that says anyone else want a promotion lekin humko phir promotion kaise milega sir hum batate hain na chobi ji aur kisi ko chahiye promotion aur kisi ko promotion ka promotion chahiye like after he shoots yeah. chobi that was really good they they arrive uh, right before the rooftop chase all the police people pull up mm-hmm, to the street mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they all come out of the car and jubbupani goes mote wale us taraf patle wale is taraf aur fit wale mere piche mote wale is taraf patle wale is taraf aur fit wale mere taraf ke police department ka i remember that love that dialogue in one interaction jubbupani says to someone bharosa bhi himmat bhi aur taakat aur taakatpan had se zyada To me, like that's like a quintessential Bollywood dialogue. That's the type of thing that was, you know, seventies, eighties, nineties. Exactly. 80s, yeah, 90s yeah. Eighties, eighties, nineties movies. Yeah. Uh, the last. Uh, this is a Ompuri dialogue I've written down, which is uh, Chedi Singh wants to like fight or whatever, mm. and Ompuri says, "Ek baar fal charge lagwaakar suspend karwa dijiye. Fir kuchli ladwaakar dekh lenge kiske batashe zada goal hai. Kiske batashe zada goal hai." and i chuckle out and that's kind of what happens at the end of the movie that's uh-huh. they take their shirts off yeah they get shikate kiske batashe zyada go yeah no, that was hilarious uh and then obviously the munni badnamoi wala dialogue hum tum mein itne chhed karenge ki confuse ho jaoge ki saans kahan se le aur baade kahan se that's that's, that's like gilded 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 who who had the most success out of this movie of, of course uh, salman khan got Um, the major chunk he has been on a roll for quite some time this movie i think uh, helped him with uh, all his other movies like bodyguard kick i guess ready yeah. ready uh, i uh, think ready kick, yeah, kick uh, and all movies, those things yeah, yeah like this just uh, like the, it it rebranded him as an action star action star and uh, the momentum that he got from this movie has continued even up till now that i might be wrong but i don't think there is any of his movies that has made below 100 crores the fact that uh, making a 100 crore revenues the movie can still be still become a flop is another thing but getting that kind of an opening ensuring that your movie is definitely going to cross 100 crores is something unique that momentum that he got from dabang nothing like it yeah uh, i i you know i wrote down arbaz khan because i feel like that kind of set him on a path to be a successful producer and then also a, comes on board as director in the bang too but i think you made a very convincing case for saman khan so we'll go with that yeah thank you very much but arbaz khan uh, Now we'll get to him in a short while. I have Arbaz Khan in one of my other lists that you might not like. <laughs> no, I would probably love it. I think I would agree with you on that. Uh, well, let's get to it. Yeah. Uh, who would you recast in this movie? Uh, definitely Arbaz Khan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say he's the weakest. Yes. Uh, you know what? For me, it would be between uh, Sonakshi Sinha and Arbaz Khan. We feel differently about Sonakshi Sinha. Yeah, we feel. I, I, I was happy to see that casting per se like maybe that's the bias that I have she was a fresh pairing for uh, Salman Khan I could appreciate the newness in that particular pair- pairing also she doesn't look like everybody else she has a very unique look to her exactly yeah, yeah. one of the biggest uh, victims of uh, the drama around this movie 
was uh, Abish, Ab- Abhinav Kashyap, the director of the movie. Mm-hmm. So the original version of this movie was mm-hmm. just much more grittier and mm-hmm. realistic. Mm-hmm. And uh, the filmmaker wanted to make the movie with Randeep Hooda. And then when Arbaaz Khan read the script, he basically was ready to produce the movie, but his way. And that's where, even though it's a great movie and Abhinav Kashyap directed this movie, there was just friction from the beginning, which is why Abhinav did not return uh, for the bunk too. So, uh, you know, from Abhinav Kashyap, would you have liked the more realistic, grittier version of this movie? Or do you like the Saman Khan version of this movie? We are talking about alternate universes, right? <laughs> right now, like, I would tell you, we have got grittier um, uh, movies, uh, uh, Polos Inspector movies. There's too many of them. It's a too saturated... Many of them. Uh, it's a saturated area. And this one, it's the unfiltered, uncomplicated version of Chulbul Pante that we ended up liking. And... Um, um, like the grittier version, would it have been successful? Um, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Would it have been as successful as Chulbul Pante in generating uh, momentum for the hero? Definitely not. That's something which I'm really confident about that like uh, it would not have generated the momentum that would have created f- uh, for this subgenre to evolve into something uh, more than itself. Yeah. I think I think the uh, you know filmmaking is a collaborative process. It's not like a painter painting something or a musician writing something. Mm-hmm. It's a, a big team coming together to. It's it's not easy to make a movie. So I think Arbaz Khan's involvement in whatever the project ended up being, mm-hmm. I think, is just they just kind of captured lightning in a bottle. What has ultimately come out of it is a, a truly a best of Bollywood uh, moment. Exactly. Let's talk about best actor in the movie. Okay. I have uh, there's Sony Sood, which who I felt is uh, to me, uh, you know, Sony Sood's story is almost. Uh, I, I I get frustrated watching Sony Sood because I feel like he is the Abhishek Bachchan that I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so much like Amitabh Bachchan in certain scenes. Too. Yeah, and he's a damn good actor. He is talented. The first movie of Sony Sood I watched was a Telugu movie, and uh, it's a horror movie. Oh. I, f- I forget the name, but in that. He is a ghost. He is a presence. He is not shown. There is only his voice. But he had so much of screen presence, like with his vo- just with his voice. And he reinforced the fact that he is a very good actor, even in the limited scenes that he gets. The Muni Patnam, who he, like the scenes, this the, the joy, the joy, the joy, the extreme joy. He was just priceless. It was really refreshing to see that uh, his scenes, I think, should like were not cut to go toe to toe with Salman Khan yeah he's able to go toe to toe with you know the this the star this this amazing presence in Bollywood in the scenes where Chulbul Pante and the Chedi Singh come together Salman Khan with his towering presence okay commands the scene he's getting all the claps he's getting the claps because Salman Khan is going against Chedi Singh a character that is brought alive by Sonu Sood yeah. and Chulbul Pante is succeeding in that yeah. So obstacles and uh, antagonists mm-hmm. make a movie interesting. Of course. So I think Sonu Sood mm-hmm. brings that to yeah. the movie. You need to have, like, if, if you're having um, uh, an action movie of the sort, you need to have strong villains. And it's a disservice that uh, more roles are not written to utilize his talent. So we're giving it to Sonu, Sonu Sood, right? Of course. We are right. giving it to Sonu Sood, hands down. Who did the most overacting this movie? Harbas Khan. <laughs> You, you do, doesn't like. Uh, I wouldn't accept any other answer from you other than Arbaz Khan. Arbaz Khan. Yeah, the the way he cried in front of Dimbul Kapadia to get. Oh my God, that was overacting to the core. Like this, <laughs> he's trying too hard to be an actor. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to say this. Is in a more serious movie, that would not fly at all. The way he cried or the way he acted in general. Like having seen this movie, you would think twice before casting Arbaz Khan. <laughs> well, he was a producer, I guess. So he gets uh, he gets a flyby. I think he was trying to cut cost. <laughs> who? Who? Uh, I agree with you. Uh, he, yeah. I guess uh, that also, besides overacting, he by default also gets the worst acting. Of course. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Sonakshi. You give it to Arbaz. No, I can't. Look, you can't give it to Sonakshi because she... But at least Arbaz was trying. Sonakshi was like a doll with just her lips moving. You have to, like, have... So, is Arbaz Khan making his debut for the very first time? Having Uh, acted in so many movies. Like, not so many, but having faced camera before. Okay. That's that's a fair point. Okay. Okay. I I, I revert my... (laughs) Having faced a camera before. Yeah. Is this the way you act? (laughs) Arbaz Khan, you're getting all the Razzies for this movie. (laughs) But, you know, ultimately he's the winner because he was a producer. So he he laughed all the way to the bank despite our criticism. It was a family affair. Like he's casting uh, Salman Khan. So he can tell Salman Khan, look, I don't have to pay you till the movie becomes a hit. And so, and then Muni Batnam, he, uh, item number. I'm not sure if Malika, (laughs) Malika Arora charged a bomb to do the item movie for that fact. So he was able to like, by making it a family affair, he was able to keep the cost low. And which which goes for to show that he's a smart producer. He is a smart producer. It also, we have to give it to Arbars Khan, the producer, primarily because he contents the canvas. He could have very well made Chulbul Pandey um, like uh, come to Mumbai and do it, like uh, do what he's doing. But that would have required a much larger canvas and mm-hmm. uh, much more larger production costs and everything. He made it go like, okay, let's take it down to this particular area. And then the nuances of that area is going to come about. Yeah. And uh, he kept the songs. Uh, he didn't fly to different places for each of the songs. You have to give it to him. Uh, yeah. As a producer, I think he definitely nailed everything in this movie. Mm-hmm. So great mm-hmm. job, Arbaz. We we retroactively redeem you. Retroactively redeem <laughs> you? As a, no, no. Like, I don't redeem him from the acting <laughs> torture, but uh, good, good, uh, de- good deal with the production. Yeah. Worst scene in the movie. I'm like, I'm thinking between the marriage and the police station scene. Uh, I know the police station scene did not, uh, with Sonakshi Sinha, did not age well. But the marriage scene, uh, marriage scene does not do anything. That would have been cut and you could have put more Ompuri scenes. I would have been happy with it. Um, okay. I, I'm going to go with the Sonakshi jokes, uh, you know, the, the yeah. other scene. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with that one. I thought that was the worst. It was unnecessary, I thought. Mm-hmm. Even though I know I originally nominated for best, <laughs> I'm taking doing doing a complete 180 on this one. Yeah, like I'm just thinking like this is a little bit like flip side. <laughs> like, yeah. what, what are you trying to trap me or something like that? I no, you you have you have litigated it so well that I've <laughs> I've totally changed my opinion yeah. on the matter. Um, who stole the scene? Uh, and this is uh, where a lesser known actor who is the first time in front of like big actors is able to, with very little, steal a scene, steal the attention, limelight away from other actors. I don't know if Sonu Sood was a lesser known actor at he that time. He doesn't qualify. I feel he like he's well known right? enough. Yeah. How about Manjrekar? Is he well known no, enough? No, he was well known enough. I don't have a answer to that question. What about uh, Chaubeji? Chaubeji, I can give it to him. Yes. But I, I, but I think in his scenes, even though he had presence, I don't think he was stealing attention away from someone. Yeah, like it's it's a ba- banter, b- back and forth, right? Oh, I, I have a nominee. Yeah, and tell you me, tell please. me. It's the young boy 
who faces uh, Vinod Khanna at the very beginning when Vinod Khanna slaps young Chulbul Pandey. Yeah. I think that kid that kid was good yes was uh, yeah. was uh, stealing the scenes that yes, he was in yes yes i i definitely agree to that and his interactions with uh, uh, dimple kapadia also like he, there was genuine anguish that could be understood yeah uh, him- i was i was more interested in seeing him and his reactions mm-hmm. than seeing dimple kapadia and vinod khanna it's a very good observation i and i agree with you things that don't make sense in this movie you- Goodness, this is this, what do you mean? Like uh, uh, this, this movie doesn't you, qualify because yeah, everything is like, nonsensical. Everything is nonsensical. Come on, it's, it's how, a, how many bullets can a sniper rifle hold? Oh, yeah. without changing the rounds. We so, without changing the rounds and how uh, how, how can fifty explosions be triggered uh, remotely by when no one control no, one's no one is controlling anything. the what's, remote control at all? It's like yeah. a Michael Bay movie. Like what's going on here? <laughs> But okay, I think this movie uh, because of its nature does not really fall into this trap. What is the movie Dabang about? Why does it stand the test of time? Did it did it rebirth the action hero in the Bollywood cinema? The more I think about it, Dabang is an audacious movie. It's it's unapologetic. Unapologetically audacious movie about an audacious man and that's what you're going to come and we are guaranteeing you 100% entertainment. The only lesson that I learned about the entire movie is that like how much characterization matters the character of chulbul pande how it comes about and how that became the tent pole of their marketing strategy it's dabang equal to chulbul pande dabang is not equal to salman khan dabang is equal to chulbul pande the character so i think dabang is a, is a movie that defends the popular movie it does this in a moment in history which was like the perfect conversions the the right conditions for the big bang to occur mm-hmm. you know salman khan star is down so he's ready to try something bold mm-hmm. uh, all of these serious movies are coming in this masala formula is wants to explode the audience is craving it like all of these things are getting compressed and compressed compressed and then suddenly the script arbaz khan this director the salman khan you know dons a mustache for the first time in his mm-hmm, life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all of these things come together and just explode It explodes on those it's screen. it's yeah. such it's such a pivotal moment in indian cinema and i think that's why not only is it a great film but it stands the test of time time and time again uh did it rebirth the action hero i i i don't think the action hero was dead by any measure it just needed somebody to give him a shining armor and i think dabang uh, uh, did that the action hero started dying in bollywood anyway when the f- the fights stopped happening at the end of movies okay got right? it because before that there was always you know the heroine gets kidnapped by the villain and at the end the hero fights the bad guys and so the death of the action hero had been happening for a long time mm-hmm. and then it was unless it was sophisticated enough like on a movie like once upon a time in mumbai which had recently come out mm-hmm. uh, it was it the big masala version of the action hero wasn't succeeding okay got right? it okay and i feel uh, that's like that's a that's a very good observation like i've not thought about it at that particular level but uh, i get it like action was diminishing and an all out action movie uh, would like without an ensemble cast uh, would be would have been considered detrimental at that particular point in time but i get it like salman khan as a singular action in a singular action mode brought it back all right well uh <laughs> 
<laughs> do you have any final thoughts about this podcast no i'm i'm good like uh, thank you very much for having me and uh, it has been fun discussing one of my favorite movies with a like minded individual we agreed on a lot of things disagreed on minute ones but that's the way that um, like fanboys work i guess the <laughs> <laughs> uh, bong was released in 2010 it's a landmark entertaining movie for bollywood it sets up the next 12 years of salman khan's career still going strong go go watch it go rent it right now <laughs> Best of Bollywood is produced by me at Dunhill Studios. We love movies and we will be back with another great Bollywood film on the next episode. Follow us at the Bollywood Pod on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Have a great day. Bye.